Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 20 Beautiful Disasters. When I was 12, my younger brother Davy and I stood on a hill in our backyard. The rain pummeled us, knocking us over. I delighted in the feeling of the water pushing me down the hill. It was like my very own waterfall. The water reached my waist in such an unusual way for Western weather. I fell down and got back up and fell down again. <laughs> Davy and I laughed carefree in the wild storm until we heard my mom's voice. Kirsty, Davy, the house is flooding. Come help, come help. We ran inside to find water pouring into the finished basement. Couch cushions floated out the back door. A dog paddled past me, enjoying the water as much as I had been enjoying it. It turns out our house was the only house that flooded on that day. My dad was even interviewed for the local news. I'll never forget his wet hair plastered to his head, the water on his glasses, or his 30 seconds of fame as he told the newscasters about the flood. Water and muddy sludge filled the house, but that was not all. Neighbors and other people we didn't know showed up at our doorstep to help us. They brought shovels and wet facts. They brought themselves, many of whom we had never, ever, ever met. The house was a disaster, but this experience taught me something beautiful about people. Now, 36 years later, I still remember the impact of their service to our family. So, what is a beautiful disaster? It's all the horrible, terrible, no good things that help us understand something beautiful about ourselves, about others. Every bad experience we have can be used to connect with other people who are experiencing the same thing or something similar. Big things like cancer and depression, also smaller things like being pre-published or getting rejections from agents and editors. Even within ourselves, there are always times when we feel like we're a hot mess. There is perfection in our imperfections. There is so much beauty in imperfection and disaster. In Japan, they have this art called kintsugi. They take broken pottery pieces and glue them back together with gold. The result is this pottery is even more beautiful than it was originally. This is a perfect metaphor for embracing flaws and imperfections in ourselves and others and in our manuscripts. A story can only be so good before you rip it apart, switch things around, cut and paste and reword. Revision in our work is key to making our manuscripts and stories sing. What if it's the same for us as people? What if we need to rip out our hearts, switch things around, cut and paste and redo in order to become who we actually want to be? There's a board book called Beautiful Oops by Barney Salzberg that illustrates this so well. It's all about taking the mistakes and turning them into triumphs. So how do we find the beauty in our disasters? Number one, this is totally going to surprise you, but number one is train your brain. <laughs> if your brain catastrophizes getting rejections, remind yourself success lives in the neighborhood of failure. Remind yourself you're in a good company. We all get rejections. Even Jane Yolen, who has more than 400 books out, gets rejections regularly. It is part of the process. But what if your disaster is something else like chronic pain or illness? 
Perhaps you can think things like this. I can tolerate pain. I do pain really well. Or I do stomach aches really well. Whatever it is, you do it really well because you are doing it. Number two, connect with others. When we have hard things in our lives, there is always someone else who has also experienced it. Be vulnerable. Share your experiences. Maybe what you say will help someone else who hasn't found support or empathy. You might be a lifeline for someone else in their disaster, and that is so beautiful. Number three, embrace your disaster. I know this sounds strange. I often tell clients to hug the hard things, squeeze them tight, and feel all the things because really embracing the struggle of things is the only way to let go of and release those hard things and have the ability to see the beauty in the hard things. When we resist our difficult feelings, it's like holding a beach ball underneath the water. Eventually, that beach ball is going to pop to the surface. Resistance is futile, really. (laughs) Embracing the struggle helps us accept it and see the silver lining. Number four, stop judging yourself for your failures. We all fail. We all make mistakes. We all have things that happen that we have no control over. Sometimes we have accidents that we cause. Sometimes someone else does something that makes us struggle. Sometimes we make choices that make us struggle. But all of this is just part of being human. Perhaps just notice when you're judging yourself and calling yourself a failure and instead think, I made a mistake and that's okay. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. It's normal. Nothing has gone wrong here. Okay, number five, find joy in the journey. When we sit down to do a puzzle, we expect to spend time finding the correct spot for each piece. We aren't hot on ourselves for trying 10 pieces before we find the correct one. We don't berate ourselves for getting it wrong. That's part of the process of doing a puzzle. There are so many ways to do a puzzle also. You can start with the edge pieces. You can group them according to color. You can group them according to shape. You can sit down for hours all alone. You can sit down with other people and chat while you work. You can sit down with other people quietly while you put the puzzle together. The point is the joy of a puzzle is in the process. The whole point of doing a puzzle is in the journey. Of course, it is really fun when you place that last piece. But the point of a puzzle is to spend time doing it, to enjoy the process of putting the puzzle together. What if we approach life that way? It's a puzzle we are navigating. Sometimes we try to fit the wrong pieces in the wrong places, and that's okay. There are other pieces to be found and placed, and eventually we'll find the right ones. Some of the most effervescent people I know are the ones who have suffered the most. There is so much beauty in disastrous experiences. There is so much beauty in imperfection. There's so much beauty in struggling through the disaster and becoming. So if you feel like a beautiful disaster, (laughs) embrace it. When we allow it to, disaster creates remarkable connection. And frankly, as astounding as it is, I can't wait to see what your beautiful disasters do for you. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com. 
and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.